You're listening to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. Nerds in Max! No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hello there. This is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, call on the professional team at Arm. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt A-R-M-D And remember, if you need to get even, get armed. Listen to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the Outreach Studios around the world, this is a No Guts No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast number 42. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is August 22nd, 2012. And my shout-out is going to go to Uber Studios. And they're doing a project, basically a gaming project. They're trying to bring back this sort of total annihilation. And it's called Planetary Annihilation. They're doing a Kickstarter. It looks amazing. Anyways, that's my shout-out. I'm going to do a shameless plug and uh, link you guys that. So if you haven't checked it out, it looks freaking awesome. Darren? Cool, cool. Uh, this is Darren, also known as Bombadil. My shout-out today goes to the new game coming out, Heavy Gear, and Stompy Bot Productions, who's putting it together. Cool things. Well, Stompy Bot is the publisher. We don't know who the, right. who the team is. Yeah, we don't know who the production team, but like last week we stated, my money's on MechTech's involvement somewhere. So just throwing that out there, still speculating. All right, Greg, who do you have today? I'm going to throw a shout-out to the creative team, TheMitani.com, T-H-E-M-I-T-A-N-N-I. They just put out a great intro article to MechWare Online, which, you know, if you're just sort of joining the beta or just sort of paying attention to what's been going on development-wise, this is a great article for you to read to sort of get the gist of what what the game's going to be about, what the fans are hoping for it and potential likelihood of successful execution of things like community warfare and successful release and free-to-play model and all that sort of stuff. So that's uh, M-I-T-A-N-N-A-I-M-O-U-S-E. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, nice. that's... All right. Um, it was great having him on the show, by the way. So if you are listening, Matani, uh, we'll have you on again. So, George, who do you have tonight? Oh, okay. Uh, I thought someone else was first, but okay. Uh, hi, this is George. My shout-out is going to uh, a gentleman named Scott Watanabe. And the reason I'm giving him a shout-out is because he went through the trouble of registering the name Duncan Fisher on the MechWarrior Online forums so that nobody evil would do it. And then Is and he then a squatter? <laughs> He's going to charge you like $1,000 no. for it now. No, no. Let me finish the story, Darren, who wasn't here last week. I know. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, he did this because he just he likes the character, didn't want anybody to screw with it. And uh, long story short, now that name has been blocked out. No one else can use it on MWO, including him. So there we go. Awesome. And, of course, I'd like to say welcome to all of our live studio audience. Thank you for taking time to come out here and listen to us. Well, some old people talk and some younger. Jibber jabber. And, of course, to our new listeners, whether you're listening from the website, from the Flash Player, and or from iTunes. So uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yes, indeed. And it is time for the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3049. And now for the news. Are you looking for members for your MechWarrior unit? whatever game you're playing? If so, visit our donation page on our website, nogutsnogalaxy.net, and you can make a small, tiny, I think a couple weeks ago we determined two tacos for Phil, $10 donation, and uh, your ad will be included in the following show. Unless you're a fat kid, then it might be more, so. Yeah. Are you part of a unit participating in any Battletech or MechWarrior type game? Any of them. If so, reserve your spot on our TeamSpeak 3 and uh, come on onto the TeamSpeak server. You can find the info at our website as well. Talk to Phil, Alex, Bombadil, or hey, if you see George, talk to him. And we might be able to get you set up. I think the collective all, we might be able to. Put all of our heads together, maybe something can happen. They'll make an honest effort, is what we're saying. Don't cross the streams. Oh, sorry. What are we, peeing against a wall now? (laughs) If we do, we got to get that on video and post it on our Facebook. No. (laughs) International listeners this week, uh, we have a new country at number five. That's Finland. Terva Tuloa, Finland. Uh, Portugal moves up one spot to number four. Canada moves up one spot to number three. Germany stays at number two. And Australia stays at number one. A little bit of interesting news uh, this week. Thank you, Boo, for pointing this out. Penny Arcade actually did a pretty cool editorial on MechWarrior Online. Uh, He'll be linking that here in a second. Um, Definitely worth checking out. It's very detailed. I love uh, their online uh, comic as well as most of the stuff they do, their video games, etc. And uh, obviously they put some thought into uh, MWO and checking it out. So uh, thank you, Penny Arcade. Well, the basic gist of it, just real quick, is it breaks down the artwork for like the catapult and it goes through the whole process. Like the mechanics from, of it, yeah. Yeah, from concept to, you know, uh, mechanical movements, notes on it and blah, blah, blah. And then it actually gets to the creation of the 3D model and, you know, basically the whole gist of it. So uh, it's actually a pretty cool read. So check it out. 
like to echo uh, some comments that I heard on another uh, group of forums. I think it was the Something Awful forums, actually, that uh, they have an awesome art team. I don't care, you know, what else you might think of the game. That art team is, is just kick-ass. So, there we go. Indeed. Also in the news, uh, I know you guys discussed it last week. Um, I haven't actually listened to the episode yet, so uh, if we want to speculate more or just move on, we can. But uh, as I mentioned in my shout-out, StompyBot Productions, creating heavy gear. We don't know who the team is yet. We have some ideas. We have some thoughts. Um, James so, Taylor. That's all I've got to say, damn it. Which I just don't understand. I mean, that guy's like 50 years old. He's a singer-songwriter. I don't know what he's got to do with uh, heavy gear, but, you know, whatever. You're probably too young to know who James Taylor is, right, Phil? Oh, was that an age job? Be- okay, yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever I see your smiling face. I- oh, never mind. That's a guy. Now go change your diaper, Phil. Community Spotlight this week. We have three. That is a first. We have weeks with none. And then we have a week with three. So now you're going to have to work with me here, guys, because I haven't checked these out yet. I'm assuming this is all uh, Catra's work. The first Community Spotlight this week is an MWO-created card board game by Fernando. Yeah, this is actually uh, really cool, by the way. Um, I actually saw this, um, and then we got sent up for the spotlight. But talk about some creativity. Um, you can go read it. It's a, it's quite lengthy, but we just wanted to you know, give him a shout-out in the spotlight because that's some awesome stuff as far as a community standpoint uh, for someone to take the time and actually create this. So check it out. I mean... Yeah, yeah, it looks I pretty mean, cool. How, how cool is that? I mean, this this guy's made now, a is this the, game board game. Is this the same Fernando from the uh, Lady Gaga song, or I don't know? No. You know, these these jokes aren't working, man. Okay. Next spotlight I'm left. I'm left. is the one-year anniversary for IGP as a company. That would be August 19th, so that was three days ago. But happy anniversary, IGP. Yes, we appreciate you helping fund future mecca yeah really the two biggest games that we're following so uh we bow down one year happy birthday finally the third spotlight this week gen con pictures man i wish i could have went to this this looks like and from what i've read me too BattleTech had a huge turnout at least that's all of the information i've been getting is just the revival year yeah it's Coming no, back, I should have gone. It would have been great. People would have been buying me drinks and food and everything. Mm-hmm. And Duncan Fisher made a showing, and he was drunk, and then pissed off. <laughs> <out. laughs> My That's favorite pick is happen. going in the studio chat. Take a look at that. Urban mech with a PPC. Oh, in yes. mid-jump jet. And jump jetting in the air with the PPC that is iconic blue ball of death. I love it. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. I thought it, it looks kind of pornographic, but that's the way I think. Hey, if that's what you see, enjoy it, man. It's like a Rorschach test. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I see, it's just tits, so I don't know. Whatever. I see a trash can having an orgasm. Speaking of the tabletop. Are you playing a tabletop game in your area, or are you looking to start one? If you want more players or to meet people that are doing the same, 
We would love to help promote your game. Email us at localgames at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Give us your info, and uh, we'll advertise you for free. Don't forget to send us your pictures. We love looking at pictures. And I actually stopped a local little, um, it was like a games workshop place. I walked in. Yeah, they had nothing Battletech related, so I walked out. Losers. I mean, was, that's what I was like, you know, really? You have Magic? One of the oldest games ever, and yet you don't have anything. I mean, there was there was nothing. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done here. And I walked out. Could it possibly be because Games Workshop was like the direct competitor as far as tabletop gaming? No, I just mean not not the company. I just a game uh, shop. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, Phil, they didn't even have any little pewter like metal figures of the My Little Pony things or it, anything. It was it was pretty lacking. But I would say the cool thing is is it didn't really have a whole lot of like merchandise, but they had a ton of tables. So I'm assuming a lot of people went in there and played games. So I guess you know. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. There's pony miniatures. <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. All right, moving on. I see a Blinks, new podcast Blinks. in the making. Wait, does the did the, the, the shop have that ambiance that most game shops have? Well, there's only a few guys there. <laughs> you mean that smell, the aroma? Maybe that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't want to insult anybody. It's not. It's a fucking fact, man. All right, then. I just wondered if it was smelly. If you're if you're playing at a one of those games, you can't bathe for like three days before you go in. I think that's the rule because god damn. There's nothing more distinguishing than the smell of rotting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, you're playing a, a long-standing, you know, battle, and you need the sort of, I've been sitting in a cockpit for a week smell. I mean, right. you know, immersion. Immersion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold Zombies, anyone? I don't know. I, I don't know, because, you know, sitting <sighs> in your cockpit for a week would possibly give you the smell. It would be nasty, but there'd be some, like, hint of accomplishment or pride i don't i don't get that you are imagining way too hard my friend yeah we're, we're moving on thank you you guys ruined my segue into uh daisy anyway zombies anyone there okay um anybody playing daisy you playing the daisy mod anyone here if you're if you are you better be playing you and your friends are crowding the server <laughs> yeah if not or if you are uh buy the game join up and play on the NGNG server, US594. We're actually uh, trying to hold, hold down a town to ourselves right now. Um, we're like three days into it, two days into it, or something like that. So come join us, help us hold down town and uh, kill zombies and players and whatever else happens. Uh, fun game, and it's also uh, going to be a standalone game now, so even more exciting. Darren, are you playing that because you, you couldn't afford a, a, a founder's pack or something? Is that why? No, I'm playing it because I have a problem. I play <laughs> games too much. Okay, because as mean, Phil likes to point out I all the time, you were really into the, the mech stuff, and yet you never you're never playing anything mech really. No, I am. I'm playing MW. I'm playing in the closed beta of MWO. I can state that now. Um, That's good. Good for you. I'm glad. Yeah, I I, um, can I, I play a lot of different games. Now? Yes, I can. Is that a thing? Because I have the Elite Founders Pack. But I switch between like four or five different games. Whatever Phil's not playing, that's where you'll find me. Nice. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air, even though we had an outage yesterday, and I apologize for that. I have no idea what happened. But it pays for such things as our website hosting, TeamSpeak 3, equipment, software, prizes, and other projects. 
And be sure to check out our donations page, which includes reoccurring donations. If you uh, want to make monthly donations but uh, forget to do that on a monthly basis, it will do it for you. Unit sponsorships, George Ledoux recorded messages and ads, and, of course, the Warhammer t-shirt, which is in the mail. The first batch of uh, t-shirts have gone out in the mail to all of you guys. Thank you for ordering. And even bigger news, you can now go to our Facebook page and see pictures of Phil wearing the Warhammer t-shirt. Now, this is uh, pretty important, so pay attention. We've done 20 t-shirts. We're doing 30 more. So once these 30 t-shirts are gone, the Warhammer t-shirt is done and over with, and we're moving on to the Marauder. So be sure to order your copy now. Actually, it might be up to 25 now that have been ordered. Um, we keep getting more orders every day. I like so, 30. That's better. It's on the, the, the dirty 30. You should say okay. that. And it might be 30, actually. I haven't counted in like a week. So the dirty 30 have been ordered. Now it's the clean 20. I don't know. Anyway, not not a lot left. So order your T-shirt. Phil, what do you think about the T-shirt? We, we're sitting here looking at your pictures now. I, I like it. Um, uh, you know, it was one of those things we really didn't know what color t-shirt would be best for the image and we sort of wanted to do sort of a military you know we were looking at the the olive sort of green and then we saw the sort of uh brown um i like it i'm still wearing it. i actually wore it to uh class all day today and was rocking it out and some of the guys were like oh you know pretty cool mech warrior and i was like yeah you know i'm a host for a podcast and they were like oh you know where i turned around i showed them and they're like oh, okay, <laughs> nice cool. um so I can see now uh, the type of print. It's very durable. Uh, it won't wash off. Um, and I like it. <laughs> so you hear that? Is He's it been screen printed. Is that it? No, this is uh, a heat transfer. It's kind of like, um, if, uh, George, you might know. Like back when the original Star Wars movies came out, you remember they had those shirts with the, it was like a hard material, but it was sparkly and Anyway, back in the day. Yeah, I know what I know what that is. Okay, it's that it's same not kind of. Printed on there. It's a no. Printed on there. It's not screen printed. It's it's some kind of yeah, like transfer. Yeah, transfer. Hmm. Okay. So it's really cool. I like it, and uh, it's unique. And so you know, my my actually my girl said, yeah, I'll get you. You know, I'll have you. I'll buy one if you make it in pink or have a pink mech <laughs> and whatever. And so I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll do a save the Tatas mech or something. I don't know. Whatever. But actually, the uh, T-shirt quality I like a lot as well. It's a very nice T-shirt. Yep. Yep. Which is good important. For, so Good for polishing your car. Exactly. And as Phil just stated, he's been wearing his for three days straight. It's probably stinks, so it's a good time for him to go play a tabletop game somewhere. <laughs> and that is the news. Phil? And moving on to Mech of the Week. Go big or go home. That's how we roll. And now, this week's Mech of the Week. All right, Mech of the Week. You guys actually voted. And, yeah, the Gladiator. Not many people actually know about the Gladiator. And I'm not talking about that clan, you know, Mech. I'm talking about the 55-ton Intersphere mech yeah see some of you guys don't even know about it that's you know sort of our the glado what gladiator yeah i was familiar with the uh the gladiator the clan mech obviously and did not know there was an inner sphere one until this poll yes and it was actually created by the Traconis combine uh took a while to actually get out there um you know apparently the death squad had to pretty much oversee development and provide security 
Uh, but some information. It's a medium mech, obviously. It's in the 55 tons. Goes 86 kph and has jump jets. So this would be like an ideal mech for me. As far yeah, as it's another film mech. Hmm. Yep. A PPC, SRM6, and two medium lasers. So not only is that going to slap you in the face from long range, it's going to do the same thing going mid-range, and then it's going to, you know, tear you apart close range with that SRM6. So interesting. Like a heavy panther. Pretty it much. is, huh? Yep, that's what I was thinking too. And and that would be Draconis Combine. But uh, interesting, uh, it was introduced in 2487. It was the first homegrown mech produced by J- the Draconis Combine. And uh, it took seven years to design for whatever reason. You know, I think it's one of those things I can say I've actually never used it in the tabletop and or Mega Mech at all. I've never used it. Um, looking at... Uh, this particular variant in armament though uh future i will be using it because it's it fits right into my style plus it it you know if we're doing like a rp where we're you know earlier on succession wars or something like that they're available so this would match up really well i think with like a grasshopper and uh that sort of style phoenix hawk grasshopper gladiator you know that picture that the the other picture that's further down on the page there that uh boo just linked what is up with that picture? It looks like an ape or something like that with really long arms. Doesn't look anything like the other. He said he said it looks like George. I don't know what he means by that, and whether that's a compliment or not. But uh... I think he means hunched think... over and old looking. No, I think <laughs> what it is decrepit. I think, I think what it is is it's um, it's supposed to be like yeah, old and decrepit. It's been sitting out there forever, and so like all the armor plates on its arm are gone, and all the internals it looks like it's just been stripped. Hmm. So, so not a compliment. Oof. But it's yeah. very descriptive and accurate. So, Oh, he's saying it has a lot of character. That's good. Yeah, Good save yeah, there, Boo. Yeah. Boo's good. Yeah. Anyways, very, very cool mech. Uh, do you guys have any experience using it? I don't think you do, but I'll ask. Uh, I've used it in uh, MechWarrior 4. Not a lot, but it was in there. I'm going to use it as my excuse for the judge when I smack Boo around. <laughs> I have not used it, but judging by the loadout, I would. It's faster than a panther, it's probably more heavily armored, it's got more weapons. I'm down. Yeah, I agree. I mean, granted it is medium, so maybe if you needed a little less BB, you'd go for the panther, one of those other light designs, but I think uh, speed and maneuverability, it's always great. Blah, blah, speed maneuver. But give me my big frickin' mechs with my big guns. I want... Why are we getting these uh, fill mechs every week? Are you spiking this somehow? I have no control over what the populace votes for. I know. I didn't count the votes this week, so... Hmm. But there is an edit option, but I have no idea. None whatsoever. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on to community questions. We've got Joshua Gable, and he asks, Hey, I know you guys have your podcast on iTunes. But I was wondering if you can make it work on the Zune Network, too. Um, that's actually a good question, Josh, because we, we've looked at other avenues, other menu, uh, you know, venues to release the podcast. We actually had our uh, YouTube channel open, um, and we watched the views on it for, I think it was around six months. And in total, we had 280 views. And that doesn't mean listens. That just means someone went to it. So the amount of effort and time it took to just do the audio version and then transcribe it into a video, anyways, it wasn't worth it. 
and no one well, was really listening to it. I guess we'll have to look at Zune. I don't know. I'm not really familiar with, you know. It's it's Microsoft's sort of thing. Right. We'll look into it, but to be honest, iTunes and then plus the website, you know, you can download it directly and or listen to it via the Flash player. You know, um, if we're doing this as our full-time jobs, I mean, if, if we could get to that point, hint, yeah, hint. we could do it. But, um, if we could do this full-time, we'd have it on every distribution method on the planet. Well, unless... Even so, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, we do <laughs> still have our YouTube channel, and when we start doing videos, and like I said, from the last podcast, we're looking at coming out with something to let you guys help support us and move that direction. Uh, we'll have it up there so you guys can check it out, but uh, just, just stay tuned. Good question, though. And we've got our Adam... Seth. Our Adam? Yeah, this is Seth. It's our web guru. The Adam. The Adam. And he says, have you guys heard anything about a market system? I'm assuming he means MWO. So far, the only thing I've heard is that the price of mechs will vary depending on your loyalty to the different houses that build them. But he hasn't heard of anything about like a black market or buying from other players, trading money, or any other thing. You mean like they do in Diablo? Um, I think what he's he's asking is more of have they said anything about the market place and how it how it comes and we've had this discussion before is where if it's player built and player fed and being able to destroy items or trade and sell and like how all that works and they really haven't released a whole lot other than you buy weapons and you buy mechs but th- there hasn't been anything announced. I not do get I've the seen. sense that it's not going to be player-driven because they've talked about having higher prices for some factions for some items versus others. So that that would seem to me that they're going to be setting prices. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be similar to World of Tanks where um, you buy an item and then you could sell it back like at a... Usually what they do is like you can buy it for like a thousand but then you sell it and you only get like 500 or 250 so it's like a reduced amount. Um, so we don't know if weapons will be destroyed, equipment, like how any of that works. We, we don't know. So I mean, the last time we speculated about, I mean I think in their model that they're not going to let players do any of that i think it would all be controlled by um the the game and uh, the developers yep that's like my it. guess i would like it to be though but i don't think the model this game model fits into having that sort of type of environment and george what i think he he's saying is like um you have other games and avenues that it's it's completely player controlled um the manufacturing of items the selling uh, you can put your stuff up, like, on, um, you know. Yeah, like, no, I, I understand that. I just, but I also know, you know, that the whole Diablo thing uh, is a contentious issue for some people as well. That, that, that's all. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know more, but just looking at how things are progressing, I, I just don't see see that working because, like, the players aren't building anything. I mean, you're purchasing selling, so... I don't know. It'd be nice, but I don't know if it's part of the, the game plan. Our next question is from Zero Wolf. Uh, see, I think I it's Zero? No, I think it's Zero 
Okay. Zero. You see, zero wolf. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, and he asks, do you edit in the music on the show post-production, or do you guys inject it in live feed for audience? We actually uh, edit that in afterwards. Mm, I like the word inject, so I inject it afterwards. We do. Oh. I always or, thought that Boo was in the background with like a turntable and mixing system and do it all live. Awesome. Well, he, he inserts after the fact. Whoa. Oh. Okay. He's one of those guys. I inject. Yeah, the music is all done afterwards. It's actually a big part of uh, the editing process. It takes a long time. Um, I right now I use uh, Mech Warrior Two uh, soundtrack mostly for the, what goes underneath and Ghost Bear and shit like that. Um, We've, we've experimented with other stuff, but everybody seems to like uh, where it's at now. So if you have any other suggestions or desires for the background music, let us know. Yeah, and uh, we actually, like, try. I think most people enjoy the, the, the sort of MechWarrior 2 remixes and stuff. And mm-hmm. all the, I, the, re- the reason why we can't play it live is because this show is edited like crazy. And so, therefore, the background music would be all cut up, and it wouldn't sound good if uh, we did it live. Yeah, we'd have to stop the music when we had to. Yeah, it was just bad. But edit it like crazy. Yeah, that's what we're putting. I will say, to mention the <laughs> MechWarrior 2 music, most games I play nowadays, the first thing I do is I turn off the audio, the music. I can honestly say I do not mind playing a game with the MechWare 2 Ghost Bears or Mercenary soundtrack just rocking out. I, I don't know what it is, but they did something right. Yeah, you know, Microsoft has done a, a lot of things wrong, but uh, that music was right. That wasn't Microsoft. It was Activision. Didn't... And those were artists. Don't you dare give Microsoft that. Do not do that. You take that back right now. You well, they were the publisher, right? No, of Activision? Really? Relax, Phil. Relax, Phil. Really? All right. Anyway. You you apologize. Breathe. Do it. To, Breathe. to who? You? <laughs> this no. ought to be good. I'm sorry, Activision. Sorry, Activision. Phil knows you exist. Oh, wait. Phil so will set up an email address where you can receive apologies. Okay. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Donations or whatever. No, and this is Activision back before their... What before they, they were right. active? Well, before they were the monsters they are now, apparently. A lot of people don't like them. Monsters of Rock! Oh, wait. And the last question we have is Sniper Viper, and he says, any news? <sighs> no, go that ahead. Wasn't very nice, Darren. <laughs> let Phil Dan do the yeah, question. Yeah, let me, let me edit it a little <laughs> bit here, so you'll have to do a whole bunch of work. Edit. I mean, you never yeah, what's new? Jumping in and interrupting Phil, do you? <laughs> never, ever. Uh, if you guys knew what editing was like, in fact, kind of have a clue, Darren. I'm thinking cross training month. And moving on to our last question, we got Sniper Viper, and he says, "Any news about the appearance of Randall Bills?" And in short, nope, none. We have no idea. Here's the long and short: we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for like months trying to get him on the show. Um, I was trying to get him set up on TeamSpeak, et cetera, et cetera. It was just very difficult. I don't know. Maybe it's because his busy schedule. He's not familiar with TeamSpeak, not familiar with us. I don't know what it is. But basically, I just took a break from um, trying to get him on, and I'm going to uh, try and get him on again, of course. It's just so funny because he approached us. I just don't. Oh, anyways. Yep. 
Hey, it's probably because at the time he wasn't busy. That's how I got involved with you guys. Hey, hey, I'm saying it could be it could be a number of things, and it's not necessarily his fault or anybody's fault, and we will try and get him on again. It is Boo's fault. That's He scared him away. It was Microsoft. It was Microsoft. It was an Activision. Anyway, uh, live studio audience questions. Any of you have any questions today? They are the quietest studio audience we have had in, in since I've been involved with this place. I know. It's actually funny. They're usually like rambling nonstop in the, in the chat. And it's just us doing that, huh? Well, an Arctic Wolf. Um, we've got a, about anything. About anything. If you want to uh, ask about those pictures that Phil posted, go for it. Yes, I know. I have hairy legs. If you Someone's want to ask about you know relationship advice, don't ask any of us. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead and um, unmute your mic and ask your question. Hey. We we didn't hear you. You're breaking up. He's printing it on there. The CryEngine <laughs> 3.4 and when we might see it. Okay, so, yeah, we'll just, well, since his mic's not working, we've been having this trouble lately. Um, anyway, Chronomancer asks, CryEngine 3.4, when might we see it? Obviously, we're not on the development team, so I can't say exactly. All I know is that Cry 3, obviously... Um, the 3.4 uh, update is they've got things like uh, tessellation um, that I think will be used. Uh, I haven't seen any pictures or any of the videos. I haven't seen anything that sort of came to mind. Um, I think that's more of like uh, just sort of the technical development things. But I have a feeling they've already mentioned it. So... I'm sure that eventually they'll introduce some of these technologies um, into whether it's terrain, the mechs themselves. It's a pretty cool process. And uh, what is tessellation? Is that like Nikolai tessellation or what? It's just another stupid joke. Go ahead, tell me what tessellation is. Phil? Tessellation will let you see the bumps and on the areola of nipples. <laughs> there we go. Well, that will make a huge difference in all the games I play. <laughs> Me too. Well, I'm going to get a new computer. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if you want to get technical, just Google it. It's actually... Yeah, it's like... Uh... It allows you to enjoy the, enjoy the finer things, like nipples. It basically allows uh, objects to look a lot more three-dimensional. Um, like if you take bricks and stuff like that in-game, a lot of the times, even with like normal maps, it sort of um, it fakes that there's lighting and edges and stuff. Like that. Anyways, tessellation goes a step further, and it actually looks like... Gotcha. It's just an upgrade makes things look better. Yeah, yeah it's, it makes it's based on hardware. So it doesn't look like Pong. Look good. I hope that answers your question in a very technically astute manner. Yeah, there, there's a... Perfect. Thank you, sir. Life Studio on it's from Arctic Wolf. Uh, Sean, he says uh, it adds geometry based on the normal maps and bump maps. So it gives an, another layer of detail uh, that uh, hasn't been there. So So is the next step seeing the hairs on the nipples? One day we can only hope. All right, moving on to MechWare Online. We've got the chat with uh, Matthew Craig from last week. I actually attended a little bit of this at the end. Um, it's actually quite lengthy, so I'm not going to read through it. Um, but pretty much, it, it's stuff we knew. There's nothing... That, it's if you nothing... need to pause and, and read it, that's fine. Because, uh, you know, I can just edit it like we didn't pause, of course. 
I mean, it's just basic uh, stuff like, I mean, you look at the questions, the challenge to create or modify development tools, or how is the optimization coming? Is there any issues with, you know, um, net code with, you know, 3.4? Do um, they explain what tessellation is? I don't know. <laughs> Do you think they were softballing? So yeah, I mean it's a lot of just technical questions. I mean I'm just scrolling through here, and like I said, I caught the end of it. Um, the gist of it is though, it's it's really cool that they're taking the time to organize that through IRC chat and their website. So appreciate Matt and the rest of the crew. I know uh, Garth was there and a few others. I think Fox as well. So to read give some technical but it's like nothing new or late breaking as far as what we don't already know right now there was an interview with russ bullock um and this was actually quite lengthy uh he basically talks about the present and the future of mechware online uh there's a there is one thing that might pique your interest i would say there's a few things it's good to read overall but one thing they ask is well what about a single player campaign and he basically says is if there is depending on the success with mwo there might be another title around the corner so you know i think you know depending on how mwo goes the BattleTech community may see a lot more projects uh whether it's a new mech commander uh a single player mech warrior title um yeah, the one thing I can guarantee with all this is that money follows money. And so if we make this a hugely successful title, they're not going to just sleep on it. Um, we probably will see uh, a single-player game come out or, or uh, Met Commander or anything, basically, to make more money. That's what the business is about. I would love to see a Met Commander 3 so much. I just, yeah, let's not even go there. Um, so it's a good read. Uh gives you some feedback uh, from Russ and sort of the scope of their game. I mean, uh, you know, World of Tanks, they started with the World of Tanks. They're doing what? World of Warplanes and then World, world of, of Battleships. Battleships. You know, World of know. Taking Your Money. Yeah, I don't know if Piranha world has thought about that. But that could open up some opportunities maybe to do a few different, you know, like uh, aerospace online or something and then they combine things later on down the road. I don't know. I don't know if they'll keep things separate. Who knows? But that would be pretty cool. Shopping cart wars. That'd be good. Oh yeah. I'd play that. I bet my system could handle it too. I'd only play it if it was pay to win. Oh um, yeah. Absolutely. Because I want a special paint job on my, you know, shopping cart. Anyway, I'll go ahead, Phil. We'll stop. No, it's fine. The latest screenshot is weekly screenshot 15. You've got uh, a hunchback with four medium, it's the four SP, four medium lasers, a small laser, and two, and two SRM6 going up against a catapult that's jump jetting in the air. Missiles are inbound towards the hunchback, and it's, it's taking some beating. And uh, yeah. It looks like, like that catapult might have some issues when it lands on that one leg there. <laughs> it doesn't have a whole lot of armor left, does it? It's a war of attrition. I like that 4SP. Some nice weaponry there. And one of the last things we're going to cover with Mechware Online is the Founders Program video of the Hunchback. It's very, very cool. Um, 
you know, it's like a one, it's advertisements to get more, you know, people to buy the founders, which helps them, I'm sure. Um, one thing, my I, I like the videos. The one critique I have is like the text. It like appears and then it's gone before you even even really able to register what it may say. Slow it down a little bit. Whoever's doing the videos. Well, they know people are gonna watch it over and over and over again to see all the little niddly details. Eh, just wow. The catrakels out there. I've been watching it a lot this week because I'm working on those my own version of those things, and so it's like, yeah, it's it, I've seen them a lot. <laughs> what do you want to know about it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, by the way? What, the video thing? The yeah, project what you, you're working what are you on? doing? Well, I can't say I'm doing much of it right now, but basically what I was doing is I'm, I was going to take the, the three uh, Founder Mech videos that have been released so far uh, that don't have uh, any kind of voiceover on them, you know, no, nobody talking about them, and just do them with a Duncan Fisher uh, overdub uh, so to speak. It's just when I started the project, I didn't have anything going on and I had like some, lots of free time. And as soon as I decided I was going to work on it and I got someone to help me, I got busy. <laughs> Good and bad. Well, that's the way it goes. Uh, but I still want to do it. I just, it's one of those things that I think if you don't do it quick enough, it may not be that, that interesting, you know, mm, I, you, you still have some shelf life. Hopefully you'll get it, uh, completed because i'd like to see it yeah yes, it's sir. just it's just mostly just you know because people have said on the forums oh you know duncan fisher should be doing this well hey i do these kind of things you never know mm-hmm. someone might go that is a good idea let's hire him plus it's fun to do you know don't just do it because i'm trying to get work so in general you're doing more videos and helping the community making it a better place He's a community builder. You're, you're one of those. Guys. Yeah, that's me. Hey, you automatically are when you're part of NGNG. I know. You just, you I just had, are. I had Duncan Fisher banned today, so there. Ha <laughs> <laughs> All right, and not a whole lot going on as far as any other news. Um, I will say the forums are ablaze. I mean, there's so much going on there. It, I really want to see a new Mac. I agree. I want to see a lot of things, but mm-hmm. but 256, 251,000, 256,000. <laughs> God, that's a lot of people. Um, they're almost at 100 million, or yeah, 100 million, 1 million uh, total posts. We're having numbers is- issues today, folks. Yeah, 100 billion subscribers. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, spread the word. Get uh, let them know about uh, NGNG, which is so surprising because I people have posted, "Hey, you know, I just found out you guys. I was googling something about BattleTech and saw you." I mean, um, so if you're waiting, if you know anybody, let them know about the podcast and get them in um, listening. We'd appreciate it. All right, we're going to be moving on to MechWare Tactics, and you were right, George. There was a dev chat going on today. Obviously, we can't, <laughs> we can't really cover it because it's happening now. So we'll cover it next week. Glad to see my you know brain's not as bad as I thought it was. I just was looking at the wrong game. <laughs> that was the problem. 
Yeah, no, I I didn't even realize until uh, we got here. But George, your brain is better than uh, Phil's on that subject. So something to go away from this day feeling good about. Well, something you guys may also feel good about is starting on August 16th, which was about a week ago. Um, they started handing out beta keys for tactics. Not only that, um, they're giving them away at they gave them away at Gen Con stuff like that. So there's there's two types of beta keys. There's individual and unique keys. Um, there's and there's also multi-use keys. I guess individual and unique are like the same thing, but multi-use keys. Um, they're posted on the Gen Con poster. Oh, so that was pretty cool that they did that. So people are already starting to play. I'm I'm jealous. As am I. There's two kind of beta keys for me. The ones I have and the ones I don't have. And I don't I have think, that one. I think we should make some contacts with our contacts. If you know what I mean. Yes, I do. So I, I think you should do that like right meow. Um, right thing. meow. Is that a play on my last name? Wow. No, Mr. Katz, it doesn't. Has anybody, dog, made, Phil. has anybody made fun of you for having that last name? Never, ever. Never? You would be the first of my entire life. Oh, my gosh. I... Everybody wants to be a cat, Darren. Didn't you ever I... see the Disney movie, The Aristocats? Yes, indeed. Everybody wants to be a cat. I, almost, I, I had a pun for you. That had Too late, your... Phil. It wasn't very yeah. punny. No, that actually involved your real profession, and never mind. Yeah, let's move on. Something on something. Never mind. Um, so, <laughs> Tactics Former. released the the Panther uh, bio, the PNT-9R, uh, commonly the PPC and SRM4 uh, variant. Definitely, I would say that I don't. I don't know. Maybe that they're sticking a little bit closer to the original design. This one isn't crazy. Um, they didn't They're do tired this. of getting yelled at. That's why. Maybe maybe that's it. Um, I don't know, but I like it. Uh, it's definitely very asymmetric. You know, a lot of asymmetry going on. So. Greg, you're a fan of the Panther. What do you think? Yeah, my I thoughts exactly. Potty. Did he die? No, we just uh, we just caught him. He never sits in on these podcasts. He does his uh, intro and outro, and that's it. Well, the Panther is one of the few light mechs not suited for recon or fast redeployment. Instead, it's the little hammer to back up other recon mechs. Man, you came up with that all on your own. That is uh, pretty insightful, and I would have to agree. It's not the fastest thing around. Uh, we've all known that, but... You know, in other words, while its top speed is relatively slow for a light machine... Yeah, well, I mean, and then it's able to hit with the PPC. It's basically like a good support mech, so for the lights, I like. Yep, the Panther. I like the Panther, and I'd, and as we had mentioned before, that's what I was trying to get Greg to say. Uh, something I definitely want to see them do in MWO as well. I actually like the large laser version of this. That way, you don't have any uh, close range negative bonus. Like right. the PPCs can't get within three, and they don't work. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Never like that, but it is. Well, you can turn the capacitors off, so but then you risk them blowing up and destroying your mech. So you know it is what it is. I don't think in the video games though that's ever been an option to turn your capacitor off. No, I think it's one of those things where it's translated into actually splash damage. Um, I know I think it was three 
mech three. If you fired a PPC that close, it actually affected you as well. I'm pretty sure my memory serves me correctly. Anyways, moving on. Well, uh, to Dev paraphrase Duncan Fisher, the first time a pilot fires that sucker up, he shits his drawers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, Duncan. Dev question, what's your ideal number of players? And this is something you need to post on. And it's a link, uh, and we'll get get the, the audiences. And they're asking, what's your ideal number of, number of players? Are you more of a lone wolf who likes 1v1 matches? Maybe you want to play a buddy in a co-op mode, 2v2, separate lances, shared lance, or a free-for-all, eight-plane arena-style grind match. All now, of the above. Yeah, this is this All is important. I hope people get involved and uh, let them know that we want more than just a 1v1 match. I mean, I think everyone who's played the tabletop wants more than just a lance v. lance. I just don't want to hop in. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool. But I want to be able to hop on there with my Aces buddies and we start a campaign and either we go up against AI, we go up against another group, each other. But it to be more than just, well, Darren, I'll fight you and we'll create this round robin tournament. Like, I, I really don't want that. I want cooperative play. I, I really think it doesn't have to be against other players. Or it could be. I'd prefer it against AI, just for the fact that then we could work as a group, save, come back, you know, a few days later, and we don't have to really worry. I think, personally, a good goal would be 4v4, and that could be uh, four players versus four players, or four players versus four AI. Um, that would be nice and flexible, and then, you know, 3v3, 2v2, 1v1. Why not let the players decide? I mean, why not? Well, you gotta, I mean, they can't, they gotta cap it somewhere, so no, I'm just saying. No, Why? Why? It, once the systems are mechanics. No, once the systems are implemented, if it's players versus so what? Hundred versus hundred. You could. Why not? You could have a. I mean, you would have to wait a long time for your turns. Be but, like playing Mega Mech. I yeah. mean, this, the same things are in there. I mean, once the systems implemented, it's just basically well, what about, scaling it upwards. Yeah, but I mean, maybe the servers can't handle that amount or whatever. Oh, that, uh, that's what I'm saying. Is I feel like they could go pretty big and you could just cap you know when you're playing against a, a player maybe there is a cap but maybe co-op and you know maybe you can host your own server i don't know i mean well sure i mean a million versus a million whatever you want to do but i would just be happy to see at least uh, up to 4v4 i agree that would be fun i would say more but yes and so make sure you go over there post your feedback uh, like, like we stated last week i mean these guys are asking you what you want i mean they're they're catering towards the players because they want you to stay around and play their game. I mean, because that's how they make money. I mean, this is this is business. This is how it works. So. And so whose fault is it when it comes out and it's not what you want? I remember hearing that. Something about voting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you didn't vote, shut the fuck up. All right. Um, moving on to MechWare Living Legends. The Planetary League has actually started up. It's been going for about a week and a half to two weeks. I totally forgot to give him a shout-out. Um, really? I, the... I thought MechWarrior Living Legends was shut down. Why does everyone... You <laughs> troll. God. <laughs> Sorry. Someone Phil Bridge troll. Repeat what you said, I just no, no. I'm, I'm going to continue. <laughs> but hit up the forums. Check out how to get involved. Uh, there's a whole section for it. 
or you know maybe you're just looking to join a unit that's already involved uh, unit unit yeah. now that's been a long time in the making correct like i remember them talking about that or they were actually testing it back when we were playing wasn't that right yeah there's i think there was a few different um few different bodies things. of people yeah well i, th I think there's a few different uh, projects going on and this one um basically came out on top and i, I think it was actual one of the developers helped uh, so or multiple ones helped uh, i don't know the background so i don't want to well, I think that shit is cool. Anything that gives the game more logistics and more in-depth uh, playing, then I think it's awesome. So definitely, if you're into MWLL, give them a shot and support them. Yeah, the 12th VR, um, Smoke Jaguars, uh, the uh, Cloud Cobras. I think I've seen uh, some of the Callhounds. Um, ELH has been in here. I mean, there's been a ton of groups that have been a part of the outreach server for a while and then obviously they're participating in the league so um good on them involved. no new news for no news is good news i don't know about that but with gary Ganu, you have no idea of the crap that's going on over there but that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> and mech tech we're back to this james taylor AKA the singer white feather who is also on the show or not on the show but listening to the show with you guys live studio was here and it just so happens that the announcement of heavy gear and the so-called james taylor also of stumpy bot productions I, I, th I think there's two james taylors living up near vancouver working on big robot games i think that's what's going on i i, I just don't see how it's the same one I, I agree with Darren. And, and and their handle, both of them, their handles is White Feather, which again I think is total coincidence. Whatever, you guys suck. I'm going home. Oh, Our home. I know. I know. Where are you going, buddy? Nowhere. That's where I'm going. No, but I'm actually looking forward to to a new Heavy Gear. I mean, if you didn't play the original, it's really fun. Um, Wait, are I, we still talking about Mech Tech, or did you move on to another? Well, heavy gear. <laughs> so what are you saying? I, I already said, I think it's indicative. James Taylor works for Mech Tech and heavy gear. I, I'm just throwing that out there again. I'm looking forward to it as well. You know, the tabletop uh, happened back in the 80s uh, when I was doing Battletech. And for whatever reason, I talked to you about this, Phil. I just never got into heavy gear. But uh, you know what? It's a, it's a new era. I'm, I'm ready to check it out. From what I remember, I didn't play Heavy Gears 2. But Heavy Gear 1, really, really fun. The one thing I really liked about it was they used a lot of um, CG, obviously, but they actually had a good story, I thought. You know, it played on the, the best friends, uh, you know, fighting on uh, against each other and all that. It, you know, um, I'm actually interested to see a new take on the Gears themselves. Are, you know, are they going to go with this... Uh, same sort of look are they going to do a new look how are the the gears gonna you know walk run um, they basically gliding around I, you know i'm interested i'm i'm intrigued so but we haven't heard anything so we'll just have to keep an eye out so make sure you check on over at stompy bot productions and uh we need to get somebody on the show damn it maybe we should send an email or maybe i already have hmm Throwing that out there. 
All right, guys. We've had 300. Wow, I can't even talk. I can't even. Numbers are. It's these numbers, yeah. Uh, early or late onset dyslexia going on? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 638 likes on Facebook. So keeping up the numbers increase, we appreciate it. Uh, we have a good amount of listeners tonight. Um, and, you know, I'd just like to say thanks to everyone. Uh, thanks for helping get this T-shirt thing going and the artwork. It's been really, really cool. Um, like I said, I'm just pimping out the shirts as much as I can and telling everybody I run into, uh, you know, about No Guts, No Galaxy. So. Yep, be sure to uh, check out the sexy pics of Phil on our Facebook page. And All 638 of you, not 368. Yeah, maybe when you guys get your t-shirts, you can do the same. Pictures, pictures. Oh, yeah, when you get them, because like I said, they're in the mail. Check your mail. Uh, send send us pictures. We'd love to put them up on our website or Facebook or both or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i get my girl in the t-shirt and take some pictures. So just throwing that out there. Danny doesn't know that, but she will. <laughs> Wait, what? What? And, of course, I'd like to thank everyone, our community, our listeners, our staff members, and you guys are doing an awesome job. You're working on things like George, doing the videos and all that, and all that fun stuff in the background to help doing this community a favor, which I think it needs. You know, we need a positive environment. It's got enough of the negative. We definitely need the positive. We need a government grant. Someone write one up. Oh, well, yeah. You got to think. If MWO does well, it can open the doors for a whole lot of good. If, if the community is just nothing but negative and it doesn't take off, which I don't think it will. I think it will. I think it's going to be huge. Um, you know, so the sky's the limit. Yep. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Greg. And this is George. Until next time, Mech Warriors. Loved it. That's what he gets for being away anyway. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah.